0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. I thought it would be nice if, for a change, maybe we just took a look at some passages that show us how very important that we are to God. I know a lot of times we kind of think that life just goes on and we don't give a lot of thought to the idea about how much God truly loves us. And I think that if we would just spend some time thinking about that once in a while, it might really encourage us and build us up, help make us better servants in His kingdom. Genesis 2 4 through 8 says, These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field. Before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. God made great preparation for man. He created an earth that would sustain and nurture him. He made everything that was needful for man, and he saw that it was all good. We can read this in the very first chapter of Genesis. God's final creation, his greatest yet, could now be created, man. In Genesis 1.26 we read, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Ladies, I don't know about you, but I am always amazed every time I read this account of the creation of man the very idea that man could be formed from the dust of the earth upon which we walk every day, that we plant and replant vegetables, fruit and flowers, in that very same soil from which we came. But the most amazing of all is knowing that the breath of God was what gave us life. The first man, Adam, received the breath of the Creator of the universe and all things that are within, and he became a living soul. How could we not be amazed? We can read this particular account of the creation of man in Genesis 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Matthew Henry in his commentary stated, Man is a little world consisting of heaven and earth, soul and body. We have an account of the origin of both, the soul and the body, and the putting of both together. We should seriously consider it and say to our Creator's praise, We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139.14 Elihu in the Patriarchal Age refers to this history when he says in Job 33.6, Behold, I am according to thy wish in God's stead. I also am formed out of the clay. And in verse 4 of Job 33, he says, The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. So yes, his breath is in me. It's in you. Job 32, 8 states, But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Man longs to be with his master, and his maker longs for man to be with him. He created us in such a way that we could spend eternity with him, through our obedience to his gospel. He gave us his inspired, God-breathed word that we might learn of him and his will for us. Again, we must say what an amazing, loving creator we have. God not only prepared a place for man and provided a perfect environment for him, but he had a purpose for man. He has called us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice to him, holy and acceptable unto him, which is our reasonable sacrifice and service (Romans 12, 1. Knowing that our soul will live forever should provoke each of us to consider how we should live our lives how we should take advantage of those spiritual blessings which our Father, God, has provided for us. It is a privilege and an honor for us to be a child of God. His blessings and benefits are bountiful. The psalmist tells us in Psalm sixty-eight nineteen, Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Did you hear that? He daily loadeth us with benefits. You must confess that our Heavenly Father is generous, loving, and gracious. He gave His only begotten Son to die for our sins, that we might be able to live eternally with Him. What a merciful God we have! It is always my prayer that every individual would look into His Holy Word and study diligently, and learn of the salvation for their soul. We belong to Him. He has given His all, even His Son, Jesus Christ, that we might take advantage of those blessings. He breathed into man the breath of life, and He's left His inspired living word for each of us to act upon. Will you open it and learn of Him? Will you follow His will? His word is truth. John 8.32 Truth will set you free. Jesus stated, God's word is truth. John seventeen seventeen. All we need to do is believe it and act upon it. Be obedient to it. And I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.